What do you guys think about Andrew Tate? I love Andrew Tate. Every guy we talk to fucks with them, dude. I love him. Yeah. And the crazy part is I teach inclusivity classes at work. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, how does that go? How does that exactly. go? You got to fake it till you make it, brother. Welcome to Table Moments, the homies podcast. We have the kind of random conversations you have with your friends. We talk about anything and everything, but no politics. I'm your host and captain, the man filling your social feed, your editor-in-chief, Iman. We're joined by the kid brother who will be Mr. Romantic this weekend. The player's player, <laughs> Bilal. <laughs> this, <Hey>. week, <laughs> this week, we have a very special guest. He's a former wide receiver and defensive back with a Pinterest page that's hella confusing. A man who's 5'11 with Tim's on, Arcazo Ibrahim. Welcome to the show. <laughs> I love the intro. I love it. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. 5'11 with Tim's on. I love that. Love yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's a New York thing for sure. It's a New York thing. <laughs> you know, and, and uh, never, never let the height, you never let the height, never, never let it discriminate you, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> So yes, let me let me explain. I've always wanted to tell Iman this story. Yeah, I don't know if Iman, do you remember when I used to work at that warehouse in New York? Yeah, I remember. Bila, I think you know your brother better than anybody. He is a very blunt person. Yeah, he tells it how it is. Definitely. <laughs> I remember out of high school. I did not go to college right away. I took a little gap. Okay. I'm thinking I, at this moment, I'm like I'm the man right now. You know, got a little full time job. You know, I'm making like sixteen dollars. I think I'm doing it. <laughs> Damn. I remember I remember Ivan I'm, I'm explaining to him what I'm doing in this warehouse and he looked at me dead in the face and was like I'm gonna make a, a product one or an invention and I'm gonna get you out of a job <laughs> I said that I swear to God <laughs> oh shit and okay. I looked at myself in the mirror for like a week straight like damn this nigga really just said that I don't even remember that I don't even remember that Swear to God, and I swear that whole week I was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna find them that I got. I gotta be valuable, and so nobody can ever say they're gonna put me out of a job." <laughs> oh, I said I'm gonna put you out of a job. You're gonna put me out of a job when you create a product that does oh, what shit. I does at this warehouse. Damn, that's crazy. <laughs> but I thought about that. I thought about that for so long, and everybody, <laughs> and I used to tell everybody like, "Yeah, I want to be valuable in my job." <laughs> <laughs> that's it that's my goal i want to be valuable damn, damn. Hey, even... bro his whole thought process has changed because you bro how do you feel about God. that i mean i don't know it depends is it good or bad did it work out well for you it worked out you know i'm, I'm living yeah. a very comfortable life um okay, okay. never imagined i would have made or ma making the amount of money i am now in the field i'm so i'm in talent acquisition specialist right now Ooh, nice. Oh, that's crazy. That's crazy. <laughs> that is crazy. Holy shit. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What do yeah. you do, Bila? What do you do, Bila? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, and I, I do somewhat similar. I swear. I swear. I, for the longest time, whenever, like, I, like that moment, I was like, yo, I never want to be put out of a job. <laughs> and, <laughs> and I knew he was serious because he, without smiling, this motherfucker looked at me and I was like, yeah, I'm about to put you out of a job when I create this <laughs> And I was like, yo, I'm really, I got to do something to make it seem like I'm, I'm, I'm worth the shit. <laughs> you know what's crazy? You, you're not as blunt as you were before. I mean, like, you used to be oh, like straight shit. up. You know, you just didn't I give a fuck. I was murdering fuck. back then, huh? Yeah, bro. Oh, you're ruthless. <laughs> Now, uh, now you, you, you held back, so. I know. He it, has he held back something? Has, has he held back? 100%. 100%. He's not going to. 
100%. I don't know. Like, I've been seeing some of it. I've been, I've been seeing some of his videos. I don't think he's holding back. I don't know about. Holding. Yeah, that's what I figured too. But no, if you if you're talking about like society as a whole, yeah, he gonna he gonna talk like uh, hella blunt, hella you know, be hella different, right? But if you talk about now individually, he'll be like, all right, you do your own thing, go on your own grind. You know what I'm saying? He he won't he won't like get you questioning shit like that. You know? Mm. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I see yeah. it. Sir. I don't yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> I don't even yeah, realize that, I, that moment stuck with me. I, I swear, I swear. Even now, like I'm thinking about going back for my masters. Oh, sure. oh wow! Yeah, so that, that's another goal of mine right now. But I swear that moment sticks with me for so long, and I, every day I think about it, and I'm like, yeah, I'm never gonna be replaced. <laughs> never gonna be replaced. Yeah. How, how's know. everything going with you guys? I haven't seen you guys in such a long time. What, what, what you guys been up to? Uh, I left the corporate world. I never invented that machine. I guess I told you about, <laughs> but I did, I did invent a product. <laughs> it's software though. <laughs> it's software. And yeah, I do hope to put people out of jobs, honestly. So, <laughs> uh, so I'm working on that and just doing it on my own. Um, yeah. The corporate life just wasn't for me. Eight years. You moved back to, enough. you moved back to California. How'd you love Albany? Uh, it was cool. I mean, like, you know, the first moving there was a, bit of a transition, hard adjustment, but getting used to the weather and, you know, you kind of miss the seasons after like, cause California is basically just hot or just hot or at least where we live right now. But I'm planning on leaving California within the next couple months anyway. So it's like, no way you're a West coast born and raised. How are you going to do that? Cause California is miserable, dude. I know, I know, I know. People think I'm crazy. People think I'm crazy, but still. You sound like a Republican. I am a Republican. No, I know. I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not technically. I'm not technically. Like, just say it. I, I, I vote Republican know, a lot, but I, I haven't registered Republican. I'm, I'm st I still got a D. You haven't yeah. registered, but you donated. No, I never donated either. No, 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 no. I did donate my vote to the Republican Party a lot. <laughs> well, hey, he was on uh, Trump's dick. The first time he came out, bro, that ass. Yo, everybody's trying to get on his dick now. He, he yeah, was for real, for real. He was in New York, crazy. and I, he was in New York at that time when Trump was running. Yeah, and he was, he, he was. I'm not gonna lie, he was, he was definitely. He, he wasn't like most people when they were like, you know, Trump's just to this and that. He actually gave like actual. I like Iman just because he doesn't, he doesn't do what everybody else does. That's what I like about him. He actually thinks about it, talks it through. That's what I yeah. like about it. I was trying to explain that to people, but they just thought I was crazy. I'm like, no, it's very, it's a very rational decision. All right. This woman's corrupt. This guy, I don't know what to expect, but can't be worse than the other option. And he exceeded my expectations. And now people are on his dick now. Like, oh, we miss him. Oh, this sucks. Gas price is high. It's like, what'd you expect? What'd you expect? <laughs> God, it's like, I was right. I took so much shit for being right. Like, that's the world, dude. The world's a fucked up <laughs> place, man. I swear to God. But that's enough politics, hey, though. <laughs> you know, you know, the most influential people are the ones that are uh, like that think very different from everyone else. That do very different things. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. you'll get you'll get hit on just for being different. So that's yeah, true. but it's like people. I, I'm, I'm sure a lot of people like you know this fact. They know this fact. It's like the people on the edges who are saying the things that maybe or looking at things differently are the ones who are like forging the future, right? But exactly. they still get the most shit anyways. Yeah. So it's like it's a harder path. It's like, why the hell am I putting myself trying to wake up people when I'm just like, you know what? I could take advantage of all of you if I wanted to. 
I literally could play all of you. I could say the bullshit that you guys feel good about and then just be super rich by then. It's like, man, why am I doing this hard shit, huh? Why am I? Maybe I'm stupid just, for doing it, but. Just make that's, money, that's bro. That's exactly, yeah. just make money, just make money. Yeah, yeah. Just make, I might just, just, just do that, Just be a billionaire, dude. bro. Yeah, be a villain. I will be a villain, dude. I swear to God, a Bond villain or like, yo, you, bro, I've been really fucking with Joker lately. You know, Batman and Joker? Yeah. His oh. mindset and everything, like, fuck the world. <laughs> All this is corrupt and total anarchy. That's, that's actually, like, that's a top five movie of mine right now, is The Joker. Oh, really? The Joker is pretty good, yeah. Joker was an amazing movie. Yeah, for uh, sure. Have you, you watched seen it, Iron I've seen it. I, I prefer The Joker in The Dark Knight. Uh, yeah? Yeah. I mean, The Joker, it's like, it's a very artistic film. And which I do appreciate about it. It's like uh, it's centered around the Joker and everything. So that's a really cool perspective. But I like the, the conflict between like Batman and the city and the police versus Joker, who is like showing them that all your plans, all this little back and forth that you guys do, it's all bullshit. Decides, you know what, I'm going to really show you guys how much chaos and what people really are like. Instead of right. this fake veneer that people have. And so you have this conflict and I like that back and forth. Yeah. Um, so, but the Joker was a good movie too. It was a good great movie. movie. It was a great movie. He was a great actor. That motherfucker, he played that role to a point. That was amazing. Yeah, he did. That was, was really a great, great movie. It's like, I think every man, I don't know if this is true. I think every young man thinks about anarchy and just like, fuck the world. All this is bullshit and has that sort of like... Let's just burn it all. Let's burn after it all that, and start anew. After your first breakup, I think that's what you go through. <laughs> oh, you think so? <laughs> <laughs> that's what it is. Burn it all down. Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> I take you, your first breakup didn't go so well. Listen, listen. Everybody gets their heart broken once. It's just that it has to happen. It has to happen. Then after that, you become an Andrew Tate. Yeah. <laughs> that makes happens. sense. 100%. It happens. Yeah. Uh, it's like uh what do you guys think about Andrew Tate? I love Andrew Tate. Yeah, I mean every guy we've talked to, every guy we talked to fucks with them, dude. <laughs> like I love him. Yeah. I love it. And the crazy part is I teach inclusivity classes at work. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, how does that go? How does that exactly. go? You gotta you gotta fake it till you make it, brother. You See, exactly. This is exactly what I'm talking about. I should just fake it and just like you know, make the money, fuck these yeah. people, let them eat their own bullshit. Who cares? You gotta fake it till you make it. You gotta fake it till you make it. I actually had a coworker at work till the other day. So he's obviously very, he's he's obviously gay. And um, recently I was like, oh, so you know, how's your boyfriend doing? And he was like, um, well, you know, it's, I'm kind of offended that you said that because I think I would have rather you said partner because you just assumed I had a boyfriend. I was like, motherfucker, we know you gay as fuck. Like, <laughs> like come on, brother. Brother man, like you ain't gotta play this game with me, man. Come on. Oh duh. Like, don't play with me, bro. Come on. Come on, man. He actually said that. Holy shit. I said well, I didn't say it. I that was that's what I said in my head. In my in my mind, I was, you know, cursing him out, doing all this stuff. Yeah. But in person, I was like, oh, of course. You know, partner is the perfect word. You know, whatever, whatever, <laughs> whatever verb you want me to use, you got it. You know. <laughs> I'm all with them. Whatever pronoun you want, you got it. Everything. Oh shit! But you got to do that. You know, we live in a world where you can't just say, you know, you'll get canceled real quick. Hey, I, I mean, I don't give a you'll... fuck about canceling. <laughs> yeah, what, I don't. I don't that for sure. You like, say that now. I'm telling you, man. They'll put you in HR real quick. They will put you in hey, the HR. He's not in corporate anymore. So yeah. you don't exactly, you guys are good. You guys are. I mean, you guys are both. No, really good. 
I'm good. I don't know about Bilal, but uh, <laughs> Bilal's smart not to share the podcast with anyone at work. Yeah, um, of course. But yeah, I don't know. I like there's it's been a running joke that I've been trying to get myself canceled since we started this podcast. Like I'm really trying hard to make it happen. And it's not happening. So uh, unless you get like 20 million views on a video where you're just saying I hate gay people. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah. Hey, do that. Just do that for the one time, bro. See what happens. Could be uh, what's it called? Um, uh, Dave Chappelle. You know how his uh comedy thing, he, he got hella criticism because he was calling out the gays or yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the the LGBT, yeah, the transgender yeah. community or whatever. Yeah, and yeah, you could you could do something similar like that. You know, on TikTok. Yeah, and then uh, yeah, break it down. Just be TikTok's like, the wave, though, off. man. I feel like. If you're consistent, like consistent on TikTok now, you can really blow up. Yeah. TikTok is the place. TikTok is the place. I made one video and it got forty four thousand views. Oh shit! Damn. Nice. What do you do? I just fucking danced with my niece. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> no hobo. You gotta know what they want. Like I'm telling you, once once you say something about you know, you said niece, was, right? Like your my uh, uh my sister's daughter. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think Bilal oh, misheard that. You know, I thought you yeah. said niece. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you thought I said knees. I was like, oh, this <laughs> like my nigga was breakdancing yeah. in that shit. Yo, dancing with kids is a great way to go viral on yeah. TikTok. You gotta have sure. kids in there. It's got kids, relationships, or pets. Um, pets, work. pets, kids. Well, right now, kids, relationships, and um, uh, you know, boobs. Those three oh, things. Yeah, that's smart. Yep, yep, yep. Definitely. Those those are three hitters right now. Like you know, I wish I was a girl right now. If I was a girl, bro. Oh, bro. My God. It's so easy for them. It's crazy. It's not even fair. It's, it's so it's like it's it's really not fair. It's yeah. not fair. It's yeah. not fair. Like you, they can make a million dollars on OnlyFans. Yes. You guys could get drinks for free. Yeah. You guys can get into clubs for free. Yeah. If y'all got the world. Yeah. My theory is like girls don't even know what the cost of drinks are until they're like twenty-seven. <laughs> even then, you got some simps out there that's still gonna pay. Oh, that's true. That's true. I don't know. It's it's wild. Yo, but here's the crazier thing about all this. It is this super easy for them to get attention because like half the human population will watch their shit just because they're showing a little skin or some boob or whatever. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But yet, yet a lot of these girls still fumble the bag. They still fumble. Don't. Dude, I put a poll out. I had one TikTok video go viral where I actually explained to girls like, yo, you have no idea how easy it is for you to do well on social media. And it blew up. Bunch of girls were commenting and ended up following the, the Table Moments account. And I had them fill out a poll. And a lot of these girls, bro, they don't, they don't, they don't put any effort. Is the bro? It offends me how little effort they put, and yet they all want to be influencers, dude. They can't you should, spare you should, you should an be hour a week. You should what? be entertained. You know, you know what I'm saying. Managing their accounts for them. You feel me? Yeah. And then profit off of that. Yeah, that was the idea. Like that's why I'm reaching out to these OnlyFans models for the app. So I just uh, let them use the app, and I mean, yeah. But even then, it's just like, bro. Yeah, you know, have them have them flirt with a couple of simps. You know, have them say, you know, like, hey, you want a date with me? You got to send me out to the United States. I got to go to the embassy. You got to pay for this. Have them send the money through. <laughs> yeah. Cash yeah. it out. Yeah, Andrew Tate made some bank off that. Yeah. It's a bit, yeah. Well, I mean, I'm I'm thinking about moving to at least spending some time in Colombia. So maybe I could just find a bunch of Colombian hotties Whoa, over there. Whoa, Colombia. Like, Are you actually yeah. strongly considering it? Yeah, it's on the list. I mean, there's a bunch of other places on the list, but I mean, I have no reason to be in California anymore. So, What, what do you do right now? I literally just build software. Full time. You're just chilling. 
Yeah, I'm just chilling. I mean, like, I, I saved up a lot of money so I can, like, do my own thing now, so. So you, this whole time you were in Albany doing all these jobs, you just racked it up? Yeah, basically. Wasn't buying nothing, just racked that shit up? I've always lived a simple life, and I'm very modest with my finances. I, I really don't desire for shit, so literally it was just, like, stacking up in my account. And wow. You see, I wish I had that mindset. You see, every time I got a new job, I was like, I'm about to buy a brand new car. For real? <laughs> Listen, every job I got, I bought a new car. Sure. Oh, that's fair. <laughs> Once I moved to Houston, I bought a house. Oh shit! Damn. I was. I just kept. Like, if I would have kept the mindset of just do minimal, save it up. But now mm -hmm. I'm trying. I'm starting to think like that now, though. So hopefully. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It's not even like it's just the natural way of me being. So it's not like for other people. Yeah, it's harder. But for me, it's always been like I don't spend. I, there's not much I want. And if I do want something, I'll find a way to get it way cheaper than everybody else. Like really? what's, the, what's the dumbest thing you bought? Uh, uh, everyone would say the dumbest thing I bought was a uh, <laughs> motorcycle. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> not a motorcycle. It was a a salvage motorcycle, so it didn't even run. And ah, oh, you uh, fucking nerd, bro. Yeah, I fixed it. I, fixed it. <laughs> I wanted the project. I thought it was a fun. See, I'll spend my money for an experience or a learning. How much thing. did you pay for that? Two grand for the bike, and then two grand of basically parts and tools. So four grand total. Damn. Yeah. Damn. But, I mean, it runs so. I mean, if I had bought this bike used, I would have spent seven. Okay, so I was just like, I, I want to fix it. I like fixing things, so that that was the whole point. But how was that the work? I mean, that's a good investment, though. If you made it work, it worked. Yeah, that was really bad. Yeah, that but was the no worst. No one else sees it that way. Your money on? Uh, like, I mean, Jesus Christ! Now I feel horrible with myself. I'm looking at my <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. You got me. Now I have another thing to look at my myself in the mirror. But no, no, wait, wait. Let me, let me, let me really think about this. I'm sure I've spent my money on dumb things. Like if it's a dumb thing, it's going to be something that's like 10, 20 bucks from the thrift store or something that I probably never use. You know, I like, I, I don't, I don't care to buy things new. I don't care to have the latest of anything. I usually just buy something unless I need it or it's intriguing to me. Or more importantly, I, I actually taught myself to do this when I was in New York because I have this really bad habit of just saving money, which you might not think is a bad habit. It is because like there's no point in just stacking up cheddar for no reason. So my rule was if it's going to if I'm going to learn, I'll spend money to learn. So if it's something that's going to teach me something or an experience that's going to make me more knowledgeable in some way, I'll spend the money. That's that's always been, that's the one thing I will splurge on. Yeah. That's smart. What about you, Bilal? What's the worst purchase you bought? Yeah, bro. So I actually bought a $5,000 course, uh, Amazon FBA course. That's not a bad I investment either, If you learned something from it, then that was great. I, I learned some, but I didn't, I didn't end up, you know, making anything from it because I, I got i got into it at a wrong time during like covid so a lot of shipments weren't coming out from china because they they closed that down so Damn. normally you want to get you know products from there so it was just a Damn. bad timing all around Damn. yeah yeah so 5k you know you know what i actually took out school loan just so i could do it Damn. and now i still have uh 5k debt that's probably the dumbest shit but Damn. Damn. I don't know. I don't know if I would call it dumb because it's like those aren't dumb purchases. Those aren't. I, I think those I feel like are kind of worth. Like you're you're getting something in return. Like my dumbest purchase: buying a courtside ticket to the Knicks game. <laughs> to the Knicks. <laughs> listen, listen. Let me explain. Let me explain. The story. Were you next to Spike Lee? <laughs> listen, no, I wasn't. The guy from House of Pains. I was sitting next to him. That's crazy. 
<laughs> I still okay. got pictures. Guy from House of Pain, and then we got um the Sixers owner, uh Mike Rubin. He was in front of us. Oh shit. Yeah, okay. so we're like second row. But um yeah, that was the dumbest purchase I ever did. And that was like Was it a good game, at least? It was a it was an okay game. Ben Simmons actually hit his first three pointer in that game. <laughs> <His first. laughs> ben Simmons hit his first three pointer in that game, but that was it was honestly I was really trying to impress somebody who I was with. And they were they were like going to this game, and I was like, "Fuck, I don't want to say I can't afford it." Mm. So, so my dumbass, my dumbass man, spent my whole damn bank account on a fucking huh? yeah. How how much was it? It was thirty five hundred for damn. tickets for one ticket. Yeah, yeah. for one ticket. For one you ticket. went by yourself? I went by myself with two friends, but they they you know they had the money to do it. Okay. Damn. Yeah, that was not it. That was not it. But that, but that lend, landed me the job to Houston, to where they able they were able to connect me to a job I got out there. So it worked out. Oh, oh so no, man. no. So this is a good purchase. What are yeah. you talking about? It's a wait. So the person you met someone at the game or the people? That no, no, no. So these people I knew from high school, and they were going to like the Knicks game, and they asked me if I wanted to go, and I was like, oh, you know. I would love to. In my head, I was thinking like these motherfuckers got connections, so let me try to be friends with them, get in with them. But then once yeah. they told me Mark. the ticket, I should have said no. But then I was like, if I'm in with them, then hopefully I can get a good report with them. They can probably, you know, I'll probably squeeze in like, hey, are you guys hiring? I just graduated, <laughs> and it worked out. It worked out. Hey, worked you out. network. That's what it was. Yeah, it was. But it was a huge gamble because if it didn't work, I would have been broke as fuck. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, no, no, no. See, that's the thing. Like in the moment. It probably felt like, damn, I just dropped 3500 on fucking Nick's tickets. But it turned into a job. So it's like one of those, I don't know if you heard the story about the, like the guy, old man, and you don't know if something's good or bad until time passes. So I would say it sounds like a bad purchase, but it gave you your opportunity. So it's a good one. You said, Bilal, you're doing talent acquisition as well? So I, I, I'm doing uh, uh, recruiting, like oh. uh, uh, resourcing side. How you like you know? It's, it's solid it's solid it's cool like you know what i'm saying minimal hours it's like literally i put in max probably three four hours a day you feel yeah. me um chilling just making good money especially from the tech side and then you know uh, it's crazy uh, yeah um, what's that i'm not gonna i'll tell you guys after the podcast the name but um, uh, somebody we both know very well told me to to lie the fuck out of my resume and it's gonna land you a good job. And I lied the fuck about how many experience I had in recruiting. And that's the only reason I got this job now. That's good advice. Listener, if you're if you're if you're thinking about a job and you're like, damn, I don't have the, the qualifications, make your resume have those qualifications. Make like, make it happen. Make it happen, yeah. but at least at least spend a couple hours before you go to that interview learning every fucking thing about that job. Yeah. And when they ask you for everything, you have an answer for everything. Yeah. I, I learned everything in a in like a in like four YouTube videos, and I went to that interview like, oh, you know, this, that, the third. I only had like a year and a half recruiting experience. Mm. How many was, years was, were they looking for? Four to five. Yeah, <laughs> no, I, I, yeah. See, that's the thing. Like, it's all. I feel like I have a theory that these job postings are all just bullshit. They're like nice to haves, but we'll take anything we can get. And so, like, if that four to five years, what they're using it, I think, as a filter for people who don't believe in themselves. I think that's all it is. Yeah, I don't know how, um, but it worked out. Yeah. Um, I really don't even, honestly, I, I don't, I don't, I really don't know. But as far as like interview, like once I once I have an interview with the job, I know I can bullshit these motherfuckers, and they go, they gonna be like, oh, look at this nice goody black kid. 
<laughs> yeah. I'm telling you, it's a great time to be black right now. <laughs> yes. I've been saying the same thing. It's like it's a great yeah. if you're a tiny bit educated, you know what I'm saying? As yeah. a black man, oh, you got the job. You yeah. got it. You got the job. And you can communicate well to different types of races, ages. Oh, it's amazing. They they're gonna love you for life. percent Like I, I've met there's so many times in my jobs now. I'll talk to like these white people and they'll they'll forget that I'm black and I'm like, you're telling me something that's super racist. And I'm like, what? you still remember that I'm black? Oh shit. It's <laughs> crazy. It's crazy. Yeah, bro. Once they're comfortable with you, jeez. Dead ass, bro. It's, it's crazy. A like, it's a different like, world. I I was on the offsite for my company or like where we all meet each other in person, because usually the whole company is remote. So yeah. when we were in person, we started, you know, chopping it up. Everybody's like really comfortable with each other. They started saying like, you know, some weird shit like that. That's you know, kind yeah. of racist. And I was like, yeah. I was like, all right, you feel me, whatever. <laughs> and then uh, they kept going. And then this this one dude, um, I worked really close with. He was trying to dab me up, like you know, say we were brothers or something like that. Like you know, say like you a nigga, you feel me? And I'm like. Nah, bro. <laughs> this he, he, got, he got a little too comfortable. He got too comfortable. Too comfortable, bro. <laughs> Wait, this yeah. was a white guy who said that? Yeah. Uh. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He trying to be like super cool. You know what yeah. I'm saying? I'm just like, bro, all right. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, all right. He started saying, oh, yeah, yeah, my brother. I'm like, where, where was this energy before? This is so random. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, once they get comfortable with you, they just start saying everything. Yeah, I'm, I, I'm almost you know to the belief. Like I, every... I can honestly say I've never had anyone try to like, "Hey, brother," you know, like. But no, but well, you see, but mean... you're kind of you. You're not like I mean, you're you're like the prototypical like you're, you're like a six foot three bearded black man. Like nobody gonna be really comfortable with you at any point. <laughs> <laughs> I guess not. I guess not. Yeah. Yeah, I'm an average height, five foot eight. Uh, you know, you're approachable. I'm intimidating. Is that what you're saying? Way more approachable. Pretty face. It's just, it's like <laughs> <laughs> they're just like oh, this cute, cute little kid. You know, they just like, they're just able to approach Five yeah. eleven with Tim's on. You know, <laughs> yeah. It's just Damn. easy to approach, and once they get comfortable, it's like they forget. Yeah. So you never have like a you know like a a racist moment where you're like, oh wow, that was kind of racist. Uh, no. Oh, well, I'm not looking for them either, or I'm not attuned to them, so maybe, I don't, I don't think so. I also, I'm not that sociable either, that's the thing, like, there's only a few people I'll fuck with in the office, and then everybody else is just, like, strictly business. And okay, got it. You're, got you're got way it. more sociable, I remember, yeah. You're, like, you're, you and Bila, I think, are just far better with people than I am, and so, I just, I keep, as a, like, a job is just a job to me, it's like, I'm doing my thing. I don't care to be close with you guys. I don't want to be your friends. This is my work life and personal life are completely separate. And like, I, as I was leaving the corporate job, um, I don't know how they found out. Like, I told them about the podcast. I'm like, oh my God, you're like an entirely different person. Like, whatever, dude. Like, I'm not going to share my personal life with you. You're you work. Like, <laughs> you will work. Yeah. Don't cross it's like that n- nothing line, against brother. them, too. Nothing against them, too. It's just like, I like keeping my life separate. That no, that's me. fair. That's fair. That's a good. That's a good boundary to have, though, because yeah. you just you no, know, you never know. Me, I always like. I like to. I play as close to the fire as you can get, and I'm. I'm gonna make friends with everybody in that office. I don't know what it is. I just, you know, for me, I think it's more just. I, I realize like the more people cool with that work, the easier my work life gets. 
if that yeah, makes sense. For sure, that makes sense. Um, and and it gets you to a promotion easily. Oh, for sure, for sure. Like yeah. the most approachable. Like I'm, you know, I'm talking to this guy here, that guy there. Yeah. But <clears throat> by the end of it, it's like you know, homies letting me you know, catch me off slack with this. I'm I don't have to really respond properly to this email. And by the end of the day, I'm really doing like three hours of work, and everybody's still loving me because it's still a great time. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I don't know. I think I I don't know. I just I just find it easier just to be approachable, nice to everybody than I feel like it's, it's just such an easier time. I feel like once you're alone and secluded, like this is one guy at work, probably the smartest guy we have, but like, like way more talented than everybody. He's just can he's he's one of the copywriters. He's just just talented. He can just do anything. But he's just so to himself that they just hate him. And I'm just like, why do you guys hate on this dude so much? He just just because he doesn't want to talk to you guys doesn't mean he hates you guys. He's just one of those guys. Just one of those guys. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I think the way you guys are is definitely the better way to be in that corporate environment, for sure. I don't know. Some people feel like unless you're talking, you're not really working. Yeah, yeah. Some people are just naturally like that. They're just in their heads. They're, you know, they're figuring out problems on their own. They don't really have to talk it out. But I think, you know, as the world changes, I think people are more understanding of different personalities, especially now, I feel like. I guess. I don't know. Like, uh, I think remote work kind of forced that, too. Oh, for sure. For sure. I used to love remote work. Oh my god, I miss that so much. Oh really? I feel I, like you'd be the kind of person who wants to go into the office. You see, people. that that part was amazing. But once you get to wake up in your pajamas, <laughs> or just wake up booty naked and just no. log on that laptop, bro. No, please tell me you did it. Oh, <laughs> you gotta bro. put pants on for sure. For sure. For sure. For sure. There's some days, you know, it's that Monday morning, and it's like, you know what, dog? I'm just gonna raw dog it. <laughs> you know it's wake up wild yeah you just gotta wake up and do it man you know yeah. live, it free. I, I, live it free i did i just be working on my bed bro i don't want to get off my bed so you feel me so it's chill relax it's, it's so nice you get to think clearly nobody's you know you don't have to worry about nobody over your shoulder every single you know 30 minutes or hour mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah it's great it's great. But I mean, I guess you're experiencing that now. You're just chilling at home, you lucky motherfucker. Yeah. I mean, like, I was work, doing work from home when the whole pandemic thing happened. And yeah, I don't know. That's the thing. I was working for the company at the time. And even then, I was miserable. I was like, I can't do this corporate shit anymore. I really can't. I was literally like, it felt like my soul was dying every day. Like, <laughs> you know so what? Dying. Yeah. That's what it felt like. Like, I had such a cushy job. All I have to do is show up at meetings and write emails and maybe build an Excel sheet every now and then. And despite how cushy the job was, I still felt unfulfilled. And every day would just be a fucking grind, just sitting in front of my computer. And I was like, no, this is not it. And it showed in my performance, too. Like, if I stayed there, they would have fired me. And um, I respect that, though, because honestly, I think I'm such a simple dude, bro. Like. I don't even care about my, my passion is money. Like once I seen that paycheck, I was like, I'm, I'm comfortable. Yeah. I can, <laughs> I can do this. Fuck my passions. <laughs> I, can, I can do this. Yeah. No, but I think like a uh, talent acquisition makes sense for you because I think you're a very sociable person. And so I think part of this is like being friendly with people and then getting them on to onboarding them to an opportunity. So yeah, it works. It, it fits it you. It it worked. It really did. Like, I love going to college campuses. I love going to, you know, different uh, career fairs. Oh, um, uh, okay. It was, it's nice. It's nice. So for this job, I never actually did a career fair until this job. And they're like, yeah, you're really good at this. I mean, motherfucker, if you guys actually knew this is my first time. 
Uh, wow, that's perfect. Yeah, it was, Wait, it's a hey, are you in the tech space or like what what industry? No, no. So I'm in the um. So we're uh, direct support professionals. So I recruit for strictly direct support professionals. Uh, like uh, IT is that IT? No, so it's uh, it's healthcare. Healthcare. I got oh, you. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay, got you, got you. Okay. Yeah. Fresh. So like nurses, um, LP. Yeah. Uh, okay, I see. Yeah. Yeah, and it's great. It's great. I can connect with the nurses. The nurses are cool. Um, they're usually, um, you know, twenty-year-old females. So it's, yeah, you know, uh, I, perfect. Perfect. <laughs> oh, shit. It's oh, easy, man. you know. Yeah, I've been lying to girls my whole life, so it's nothing new. <laughs> <laughs> yes, perfect segue. All right. Since you have all this experience with, uh, I don't know, how do I describe this? Finesse? No, no, no. Being picking up chicks. Yeah. All right. So below is about to go do this do you mind if we talk about this below yeah oh my okay so he's about to do this like whole matrimony thing for the emc or whatever and i i i helped him put together a pretty cool bio i think what it's is it a cool. match what is it matrimony thing uh, so basically like, a, like yeah. speed dating kind of thing okay god listen below that's the smartest thing you could do one you're already on, on a great path do not get an american girl bro Oh, really? Don't do it. Don't do it. He's on EMC, Eritrean Muslim girl, man. You won. You already won. Yeah, but he's going to have an opportunity this weekend. Wrote him a really good bio. Um, Fantastic. And so now, I don't know exactly what the situation is going to be, if it's going to be like a mixer or something or whatever, but... Yeah, um, I think it's going to be like a speed, like, you know, there's going to be like 20 girls in a room, 20 guys in a room, mm. going in a circle. It sounds sounds very similar to what you told me, I mean, Uh, Uh, where, you know, they, they coop you up and then... You do yeah. activities, ask questions, and shit like that. So uh, I think because that's I did I not know them. EMC did this though. That's a great. I yeah. mean, it's yeah. no, no, I, no, no. It sounds like it's a it's a good idea in theory, but in practice, they end up like putting six guys, six girls at a table and having them talk with each other, and which kind of makes it hard to like. It doesn't go you, anywhere. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and it's just like it, I think it's better if you have like flexibility to like go one on one with chicks and stuff. Yeah, yeah that's, that, what, that's I, what I was hoping it'd be. You know what I'm saying? I think one on one is phenomenal. That's phenomenal. That's phenomenal. <laughs> yeah, not, not really. Not really. You feel me? Well, oh, no, well, if you you're in the same with... room, yeah. If you're in the same yeah, room, yeah, I think yeah. it's still I'm good. In the same room, so yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We, we have a third party there. You feel me? So yeah, <laughs> yeah. we should be yeah. fine. We should be fine. We should be fine. You got Shuck Abdullah overwatching. Yes. <laughs> yeah. But, no funny. Yeah. I know. yeah. So, like, yeah, you got any advice for me? Man, I, honestly, I, lie your ass off. Tell him you know. like. <laughs> listen, listen. I mean, it's it's different. It's really. I would say I have a different. For them, I have a different take. I'm not gonna say for them. For it's a it's different. Like American girls, one story. Eritrean Muslim girls, it's a different. Like you don't really have to. I don't know. I'm gonna get canceled. Hey, <laughs> just just say whatever, and then we'll we'll, we'll cut out. You know. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give you an advanced copy of the thing, and if you want me to cut things out, I'll cut it out. That's it's that's... just it's it's honestly like you really don't have to lie. I really feel like you guys already have similar upbringing. You guys went through kind of the same things. Your parents are gonna be alike. You guys grew up doing like it's. You guys really had a similar childhood already. Yeah, so there's so already that connection. Yeah, that, that, that connection's already there. Yeah, but you got to set yourself apart. You got to because there's a bunch of dudes there too. Like, exactly. That's why it's like you set yourself apart. But at that point, 
man, nowadays, man, these chicks, they, they only care about two things. You got money and how tall are you? <laughs> <laughs> that's true, actually. Wow. That's hey, a man. great summary on their desire. Money, for sure. money and height, man. Money and height. If you got that threshold of money, honestly, if you got some money, it will override height. Yeah. As long yeah, as you got money. And Bilal, I know you got money. So you're, you're solid already. Yeah. You know, you're solid already. You're an educated, brother. So Yeah, but I, I, would, I wouldn't tell them, though. You feel me? Like, yeah. I'd well, I know, it. Bilal, you have the height and you have the muscle. So I think that's already going to set you apart. Which, so you may not even have to try with a lot you of might, these. Exactly. Guys. You know, yeah. you know, yeah. say your job title real quick, you know. And then and they, the, they already read your bio, so they know it's fire. And uh, what's, can, I, can I hear the bio? You want to hear the bio? Okay. Uh, should I read it, Bill? Yeah, go for it. Go okay. for it. Coming in at six foot All right. two, the chocolate <laughs> mania. You know, what? honestly, that's God. a good point. I probably should have. I probably should have thrown in the height in there. My bad, Bill. <laughs> that would have made it better. I think that would have been the cherry on the top of this dope ass bio here. Okay. Actually, but, yeah, but that's a, yeah, that, that would have been a good idea. <laughs> yeah, or you can surprise her with it because it's already like interesting enough. All right, so yeah. I'm just gonna read it. Um, so. All right, so this is a description of Bilal. I'm the third of four children, often described as Dewey from Malcolm in the Middle. Kind of a wild child with a thirst for excitement and adventure. Like all Habesha dudes, I studied engineering and hated every minute of it. I somehow graduated, got a job, and realized the nine-to-five work life of an engineer wasn't for me. Made an upgraded career change as I explore my entrepreneurial spirit on the side. I've come to realize my aspirations are a lot bigger than the people around me. I know this path will come with lots of highs and lows, but I believe big dreams and experiences make life worth living. When I'm not working, I'm either active with sports or gym or podcasting with my family. Table moments, new episodes every Friday. <laughs> I'm also a bit of a nomad, born and raised in California, moved to Texas, and over the next few years, will travel to explore the country and possibly the rest of the world once my business is off the ground. If this sounds like a vibe you fuck with, let's talk. That's, that's the bio. Hey, that's that's clean right there. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's yeah. clean. That's clean. Yeah. If it was a yeah. book, I'd keep reading. That was clean. <laughs> that was clean. That's what I liked about it. You want to you want to read more, you know? Yeah. That so was, that's uh, it's perfect because it gives like a, a a a nice overview of you without giving too many details, so that exactly, they can learn exactly. when they when you Bro, read. That ask, it, it says so much, but not much. You know what I'm saying? It, yeah. <laughs> Women love that shit, right? Saying a lot without actually saying anything. Yeah, yeah, that's a fact. That was a good. That was a good. Um, that was a good bio. I'm not gonna lie. That was pretty good. Yeah. And I, who who wrote that? Who wrote that? That was Iman. That was yeah. all him, bro. I wrote it. That was good. Yeah. That was good, Iman. That was good. Yeah. Was, so uh, hopefully yeah. that gets a lot of girls interested in you, Bila. And then all you got to do is close. And apparently, from what um, what's what's his name? Uh, Ali says you got good game. So hopefully you pull all the numbers. And that's the crazy thing about female desires. Like, they'll all like a handful of dudes. So if you're one of those dudes below, you're going to have way more to choose from than everybody else. Mm -hmm. Which is kind of fucked up, but it is what it is. It's how women are. Yeah, yeah. Girl, and girls, girls, girls. Yeah. yeah. Are you guys familiar with Fresh and Fit? Yeah. Yeah. Jesus. Oh, my gosh. Those episodes kill me. Really? I, can't, I can't even sit through one. It's like these girls are so delusional. Yeah, like the, the delusion in some of these people, like they'll have like six kids and still try to find a dude that's making like a hundred grand, is six foot nine, ex NBA player, <laughs> has to have an NBA ring. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> you got to be an NBA Hall of Famer if, if you want this. It's crazy. 
It's crazy. It's crazy. That's why I wish West's name was still around, man. Andrew Tate? Well, no, not Andrew Tate. No. Oh, Kevin Samuels. Yeah. That's what I'm Damn. Yeah, I know. Here's the thing. This guy was yeah. trying to save bitches from themselves, okay? And it's a shame. Like, they don't have their savior anymore. Which, I know they don't see him as a savior, but he really was doing God's work out here. He was doing God's work. <laughs> he was. Like, how many people are willing to take crap all day, every day, for the sake of helping people who are just going to hate him? And the crazy part was, like, women think that he was only going after him. He was going after some dudes, too. A lot of dudes. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you his know? older stuff was all about, like... Dudes. You, yeah, it was all dudes. But it's yep. like, the thing that got popular was when he started giving the advice to women. It's like, no, no, no. He tells men, yeah, you got to be the shit. If you ain't working your ass off when you're young, what the hell are you doing? Right, right, right. Why like, are you... Get your hygiene right. Like, you can't have a stinky ass meeting with a chick. You, here's the fucking exfoliation, blah, blah, blah. Clean your face, motherfucker. Dress well. Like, yeah. he was telling guys the same shit. But Yeah, you know, you, know, you, can't, you can't expect to, you know have a girl and be like yeah i make thirty thousand dollars a year yeah like it's just crazy he he was really doing it he was doing it for the guys too but um i feel like the way he was the way he did it was he he had to be entertaining obviously yeah but you know my favorite things you know he was like this bitch built like a linebacker this bitch built like (laughs) (laughs) yeah Yeah, what's what's your dress size (laughs) yeah he said damn <laughs> Yo, he will be missed, yeah. man. Here's the thing, but there were some lines he didn't cross because he's like, "Yo, if I'm talking to a married chick, you're already taken. You're off limits." Okay, like so. It's like he gave it to the people who needed to take it, who needed to have that smoke. But it's a shame. It really is a shame. He was doing really good work out here, and I don't know if anyone cares to do that work anymore. No one's gonna fill in that role because, like, why? Why get all this crap from people? Let's do it, to help them. Let's fill that role, Iman. We'll be the new fresh and fit. Uh, I don't care to help women. I'll right? be short I don't. and tall. Uh, short and tall? Yes. That's actually a really good name. Short and tall. Yo, short I think it would be pretty cool. Yeah. Listen, like, I'm telling you, short and tall. We give we give we give experiences on both sides of that, you know, both sides of the table. Yeah. I was like fresh and fit are in Miami. You move to Cali and we could be the West Coast guys. And then well, like, listen, short listen. and tall. LA. We could move to LA. Why not? Listen. <laughs> Listen, I, I got some advice for these kings. Yes. <laughs> yes. That could totally work. Yeah. Hey, I'm telling you, man. It's, yeah. it's a troubled world. I'm telling you. I don't know. Like, honestly, yeah. would you guys ever actually get married? Uh, I, I would get spiritually married, but I wouldn't get legally married. That's my thing. I just don't like the government in my life, you know, the whole Republican thing. But. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Uh, if I was to ever... Um, yeah, if you know, God forbid, I if I'm not married anymore, I would go straight to Ethiopia, and I'm marrying a girl from from Ethiopia, Eritrea. Really? Word to God, bro, I'm, I'm I will never, ever, 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 ever marry an American girl again. Really? Never. Damn. Ever, 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 ever. Wait, wait, is it is it your girl American? She is, and that's why I'm not bringing her. But <laughs> damn, I you know, God, God forbid, we're good. But like I said, I just wouldn't do it again. It's just like a lot of like, it's just a different mentality. It's it's just different. It's 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 totally different. And I think for us, we're used to seeing like our parents' relationship. You know, like growing up, I used to think like that's what a wife was. Like my mom was like a stay-at-home mom, but she did bad shit. 
I would never ever find a stay-at-home mom in today's market if I were to ever get divorced again. Like, could you imagine? Would you be able to find one in America? Ooh, here's the thing. Like, my first girlfriend, she was American, but her mom was smart. Her mom was a professor who was divorced, but realized she didn't want her. She was black. She didn't want her black daughter to end up like her. And so she decided, you know what? I'm going to put my daughter around homemakers and wives. And so literally she learned because she grew up around women who were homemakers and, and housewives. And so with me, she was. And it was a good relationship. Yeah, things work out well, better. We didn't work out, but I had nothing bad to say about her. She was, she's definitely wife material for sure. Yeah, I just feel like, man, I, guess, man, I don't know. Like, it is hard to find in American women, for sure. Like, unless they were raised that way. Even, even if you find, like, even if, even American girls that we do find, like, I think they'll be amazing for a couple years, three, four years. But, man, when, when shit gets tough, I'm telling you, 98% of them, they, they gonna cheat, man. They All gonna right. cheat. They will. I, that's what I think. I think there's, yeah. you'll find, like, a solid 2% that, will, that won't. Mm -hmm. But I'm telling you, like, that other, I just can't see it. I'm not speaking from experience, though. <laughs> <laughs> no, but here's the thing. I think Habisha women, at least the modern Habisha women, the ones, like, who are eligible, I wouldn't call them eligible either. So, like, <laughs> they're just there. <laughs> but, like, they grew up in America, in an American world. So I can understand where you're coming from. It's like, go back home and find someone who actually have that traditional. Yeah. It's like, these... Even if they grew up in a Habesha family, so for the listeners, it's the immigrant family from East Africa. They were raised here, so they have the American female mindset, which is you need to provide everything, and I just have to be there around to take the benefits. And it's just like and now, like I just, I'm telling you, like we're just gonna because I'm not really scared to say. It. I've, me and my wife been through some some ups and downs, some battles. Mm -hmm. I would have never guessed. We we tried, you know marriage counseling but i would never ever i told myself one time i would never do marriage counseling again like mm. that is such an american thing man like i'm paying somebody to talk about problems i could talk about myself like it is ridiculous <laughs> if i ever told my dad i went to a marriage concert he would look at me and be like you suck you stupid bitch <laughs> <laughs> he would he would dog me you know how badly he would dog me <laughs> he yeah. would dog me. it's such a crazy concept it's just ridiculous to me. yeah paying someone to talk about your problems it's ridiculous. Like, are you, are, you have to go to a third adult to talk about stuff you guys already can talk about alone, but you're going to pay, like, pay 100, 200 bucks an hour for another adult to articulate it better for you? That's how much it costs? 100 to 200 dollars an hour. What the fuck, man? Yo, you know, it's my theory that these, these marriage counselors are just there to validate the woman's side. So it's like, you're paying for them to like, just team gang up on you. That's it. But you see, honestly... It's, it's, they're, they're not even, they don't even give advice. They're just there to mediate. Oh, what? They're there to mediate. Like, they don't even really give advice. Their advice is like, oh, well, well I'm going to mediate the conversation. You, you know what I think it is? Oftentimes, couples, they keep things to themselves so they can't really fully express themselves um, because they know it's going to hurt, you know, that person or they just don't have the, the balls to do it or whatever. So I think the counselor is supposed to help them open up. Like for me, if there's a problem she's facing, I, my quick thing is to like, all right, I'm going to fix your problem. We can do this. We can do that. But in her mind, she's like, I don't want you to fix your problem. I just want you to listen to what, I'm, to what my problem is. I'm like, well, that's just stupid. Yeah, <laughs> I actually, I, weird that you brought that up. I literally made a post about this today. Engineers have that same problem because it's like we're problem solvers. So it's like, if you tell us about it, your problems, I'm going to fix it. So don't 
talk to me about your problems unless you want them fixed. But, I feel like that's all guys, though. I feel like that's all guys. That's true. Yeah, that is true. You know, um, like, if you've got a problem, but for most girls, it's like, oh, well, I'm not asking you to fix my problems. I, mean, I just want you to listen. Yeah. But it's like, I'm not going to listen and not give advice. Yeah. I don't know. Like, um, I, I've had to learn how to just, like, ignore their problems. Just like, okay. You see, yeah. but once you do that, then it's like a slippery path of where it's like, you ignoring me. You know, you're not seeking. I'm not, I'm, I don't, you know, you're not, you're not, you're not validating me. Then you're not there uh, for this. You're not doing that. It's a lose-lose for the guy. I'm telling you. It's a lose-lose. <laughs> it's a lo- You're not going to win. Mm-hmm. Like, you're paying too much attention to a girl then she gets bored because you're not you're, you're, you're not you're boring now because you're, you're paying too much attention to her yeah and if you if you don't have enough attention to her then you're opening the door for other guys to have attention to her yeah and then and there's another point where it's it, it's i'm telling you it's a lose-lose go to ethiopia <laughs> <laughs> yeah y- y- listen listen bro I'm, I'm telling you the expectation nowadays for a dude is crazy yeah it's outrageous. You got to have a damn near Harvard degree. Yeah. You I know, know because, bro, I, I accidentally, I don't even know how I did this. I started deep diving into TikTok and apparently there's this Muslim tick. there's this whole field of Muslim TikTok and like Maher, do you know, do you guys know what Maher is? Yeah. You got to like pay the month, like the yeah. chick. Yeah. It's yeah. a dowry. It's a dowry. It's a, a, some financial or gift payment you make to a girl before you it's part of the marriage process in islam for the listeners and so like <laughs> there's all this drama on tiktok about like a girl girls making tiktoks about yo i'm worth fifty thousand dollars maher i'm like whatever and then guys complaining on tiktok like man these bitches want too much for their maher and everything <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah and, i'm not gonna lie yeah, according to Islam, you know, the, the woman has every right to ask for how much they want to ask for. Yes. But some of them are a little outrageous, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Let me explain for the listeners. Yeah, so a woman can demand whatever she wants, okay? She can ask for anything, and it's the guy has the choice of accepting it or declining it, right? And there's no way around it. I mean, if she wants to forgive the maher after they get married, she can. Yeah, most girls, most girls now, I feel like don't even really, like, they'll probably say something stupid like $5 to really just get it out the way. Yo, I was seeing TikToks of people like, a cat. I want a yeah, cat for it's my like, it's like, Yeah. You ask a girl today, like, all right, what's your, like, who, who are you willing to marry? Like, what's, what's your bottom line? Their bottom line is so crazy. I don't think they really realize, like, what they want is, like, 2% of dudes in the whole world. Mm-hmm. And it's like, uh, that's, that's, like, that's outlandish. Like, the I, things I, that... I don't I, know if it's like delusion or if it's like they're serious or if they're not serious or they're just saying what their expectations are, but they're willing to settle for less. I don't know. I think the problem guys have here is you're taking them literally. They don't know what the fuck they're saying. They really don't. Like I, I really saw a video. I, there's a, I saw a video on Twitter. Like sh- this girl was going around a college campus asking women how many, how much money her, her future has husband has to make. And they're all like six figures, half a million dollars a year, all this, whatever. These are college girls who've never had a fucking job in their life. They don't know what it actually costs to live. So this, they have no clue what a reasonable number is. And so it's like, it's all bullshit. And so like guys taking them seriously is the problem. It's like, no, if you're the dude, if you're the type of dude she finds attractive and yeah, whatever, you'll be able to meet your requirements or you know, be able to take care of her and provide for her, but also give her the tingles in the right way. You don't really need all that. I think the kind of girl I would want to get with is someone who's like, doesn't, who's like, yo, I really want to grow my own farm. And I like shopping at the thrift store and upcycling stuff. They already Whoa. do those things. And then I'm like, yeah, I also got money too. So, so it is what it is. Yeah. When you find her, um, 
Yeah, I'll let you know. I'll, I'll see if she has like <laughs> sisters and shit, friends maybe. No, there are girls out there who are just like, yo, it's hard to find for sure because like most women, I think yeah, you just kind of walk around the walk around the library. Yeah, yeah. I mean, those are the kind of girls that I have a lane for sure. There's a lane I as a type of girl I attract, and it's it works well for me. And yeah, definitely the more bookish ones and. Yeah, we'll see. I don't know. It's hard out here for guys. You guys, if you're listening to this, you'll figure it out. You just gotta handle your shit, get the practice. Uh, you're gonna take a few knocks, and that's fine. Yeah, take a few knocks, get your money up. Yeah, get your money up. You know, and things look better for you in the long term if you take care of yourself. So just that's true. Don't look stupid. Get your hair cut. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's good advice for me too. I should probably take care of my beard, but. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> oh man uh, are we looking scruffy right now I'm... always i stay scruffy dude yeah, yeah. i don't know my, my 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 selling the way i'm trying to sell this scruffiness because I, I just don't like the grooming part right like it's clean i shower whatever but the the whole like laying it up going to barber all that stuff this is way too extra for me personally and so my my pitch is i'm i'm the beast and beauty and the beast okay i'm not supposed to be pretty i'm supposed to be like the the mean asshole who's me who's bitter to the world except for you you know kind of thing and there's a market out there for it yeah so, that's what i figure that's what i figure you know, and, and there's chicks that love that you know that macho you know he, he's 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 a man masculine dude yeah those type of chicks i'll never try to never try to not not me uh, i'll probably take longer than the chick getting ready you know what i'm saying it is what it is my skincare my skincare routine takes a couple yeah. minutes uh, i gotta get my edge up lined up every friday Oh yeah, drop some game right now. It's, let people know what products you got going on. Like, what, Listen, what's you your routine look like? You know the uh, this. Uh, I don't even know what it's called. It's like I just use women products. I'm not gonna lie to you, bro. No, that's women's, good. That's, that's good. Yeah. Women's skincare products. You gotta use it. Mm -hmm. you, you, you gotta use it. I know it looks weird at first. You got a pink bottle, but hey, bro, your skin gonna be glowing. That shit glow. Don't use that ten in one body wash. It's not gonna work, brother. <laughs> that ten in one body wash is not it. Not it. Uh, you gotta use. You gotta go to that girl aisle. Get you that nice skincare routine. Get you that you know exfoliation. Get that. Get that cleanser. Get that face wash. Get your hair cut every Friday. But that's. But that that works if you want to be. You know. That's a certain. That's a certain demographic you're attracting, though. Yeah, I think that demographic works better, especially for younger girls. It's for it's younger like, girls. If yeah. you want like a mature chick, she wants the guy that's gonna you know change that fucking tire. Fix the fucking hole in the wall. Yeah. And I'll tell you what, I'm gonna call the motherfucker for that because I ain't doing that shit. But, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah. Okay. No, because it's wild. Because, like, like, it's crazy. Like, I dated girls who were like, um, I think birth control plays a role in this too. Like, where they've what? been on and off. Yeah. They, they, I swear to God, like, I've had girls tell me, like, yo, when I was on birth control, I, I never really liked facial hair on guys or hairy guys or anything like that. But as soon as I got off of it, all of a sudden, like, that shit was so attractive to me. And I'm like, whoa, yeah, this shit. Girls have no idea what they're putting in their bodies, let alone what's going on in their heads, bro. Like, <laughs> I feel That's so crazy. sorry for them. <laughs> they have no clue what's going on in life. <laughs> it's, like, it's wild. Uh, you're really trying to get canceled. <laughs> I don't think it's that. I'm sure a lot of women agree with me. I like. I, I didn't think that was that offensive. Honestly, it's like y'all just stupid sometimes. It's fine. <laughs> it's, I don't know. Like I'm telling you, I don't. I don't know. You know, I feel like I'm telling you nowadays, man. 
it's either you know i feel like the older they get the more they realize all right i need this macho dude yeah. you know there, there comes i'm in six foot three <laughs> macho man beard coming in looking like the black hulk and black hulk yeah that's what you need that's what some girls need i feel like you play that part well though you know you got it i do i do i do that's yeah. the demographic you're gonna get like i had topics prepared but this is a really good conversation, dude. Like, <laughs> Bilal's friends have all been on the podcast. They're always asking, like, who's the best? Who's the best, right? You're up there, dude. You're really up, up there, there, man. Yeah, you're up there. up there. You did pretty well. Yeah. Yeah. Give me the rank right now. Tell me I'm not number one. Yeah, yeah. this is very exactly. close. Exactly. I'm going to have to edit this and let you know. I'll edit this and let you know. You killed it, bro. That's all I got to say. You killed it. You did kill it. Well done. I think, yeah, have you ever thought about starting a podcast? Honestly, I thought about it, but I was like, knowing myself, I do not want to do it because I'm going to get canceled really quick. No, we really got to start this tall and short thing. Man. Listen, listen, if you're seriously down, life is too short. We'll yeah, we'll get you out here in Cali. I'll get a nice setup and everything, and then we'll be the West Coast Fresh and Fit. Hey, West Coast Fresh and Fit. Let's do it. And we just get a bunch of girls from the club and we just get some about how they're writing shit. Yeah, LA would be perfect for this. Yeah, it's like, all right, this is how dumb they sound in LA. You can go from LA to Miami. It doesn't matter. These bitches the same. Okay? These bitches the same. The same. <laughs> doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Next time we have you back on, I'm gonna have to ask you about your weird ass Pinterest page. Okay, I first know. of all, it is not my page, it is my girl's page. I figured. <laughs> I figured. Uh, that's hilarious. I was like, oh, maybe share stuff, huh? Nice. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what's on there. You can't even. I, I, I Dude, even it is. Because I always try to do like research on the guests before they they join so oh did you research on me oh shit yeah you wore number 17 right yeah what else you got on there was something on grinder i wasn't really sure if that made sense <laughs> on grinder <laughs> i'm just joking yo that's crazy <laughs> what's grinding oh it's the the gay dating app <laughs> oh fuck you <laughs> <laughs> No, like, I'm all, like I said, I'm all about inclusivity. Yes. So all my gay brothers out there, I'm with y'all. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I support you and your partners. I support you and your partners. Yes, yes, yes you do. Exactly.